The following is a Podbeard production. From the deepest bowels of your imagination. Actually, he's from Canada there, bud. From the famed Hotter Show Studios, this is The Hotter Show. What is up, everybody? We are on audio here today on episode 172 of The Hotter Show. I hope you're doing absolutely fantastic. Thank you so very much for tuning in and clicking that play button on today's episode of the podcast. Regardless of how you are doing so, I hope you have hit that subscribe button, that follow button, that like button, that dislike button, the, the what are the buttons are there, the, the share button. Yeah, the share button. <laughs> Quick improv. <laughs> I hope that you guys are doing absolutely phenomenal, that you're having an awesome week. I have a very fun episode for you here today as we are doing a review of Rolls Royces, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, guys. Uh, Rolls Royce, as in uh, the actual spelling of that is different. It is actually uh, R A W L S Royce, so Rolls Royce, I guess. Technically, uh, we're doing a review of their latest EP and so on. And uh, spoiler alert, it is freaking awesome. I think you guys are really, really gonna enjoy this if you're fans of pop punk, punk in general, just really fun music you're gonna love this but before we get into that i actually have something uh, i have two things that i wanted to share with you guys uh, number one i decided to start up my patreon account again now i'm not going to talk about it until the end of today's podcast in the outro but i just wanted to throw that out there patreon.com forward slash the harder show i do have it up and running again it is a little differently it's a little structured a little differently now um and I'm going to be getting into it full, kind of full on. So if you guys want to learn a little bit more about that and how you can help support this show and other content on Podbeard Network, stick around to the end of this episode as I will be talking about it a little more in full. Because I know you guys want to get to the good stuff. So we're not going to talk about that here right now. But wanted to update you guys on that. And I have kind of a quick funny story, as I like to share things that happen in my life with you guys. So uh, your boy got, uh, got summoned for jury duty. And actually, as I record this, it was this morning that I went to go fulfill my obligations to uh, the the court and so on. So I was actually going for jury selection. And obviously, I'm not going to talk about it any more than that because I technically only think I can really talk about that. But whatever, it's all over. So who cares? Um, so went all the way there, got all dressed up and fancied up, you know, and I uh, wandered into the old courtroom. Well, not courtroom, excuse me, the courthouse, and went up to the jury selection room and what have you. And the door was locked. Now, well, what the hell's going on here? You know, I'm all dressed up and fancy. I've got 10 minutes to get to the court. I'm freaking out. Am I in the wrong place? Oh my God, I'm having like a miniature panic attack. And I go to the front desk, and the very nice lady there informs me that my, uh, my jury selection was canceled. And I said, Oh, okay. Um, Nice, you guys let me know. They said, well we, well, we tried to call, and they have my old number on file, which I have since switched, and I made absolute sure they had my new number, so that was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Um, I was just like, oh, okay, like, is what it is, you know, I had to take the day off work, I had to pay for a full day of parking. She was kind of like, sorry, man, I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> What are you going to do? But it's okay here, folks, because the moral of the story, or the silver lining here, is as I was leaving, there was another gentleman who was about to pay for parking, and I said, hey, man, let me help you out. 
here's my ticket for the day. You know, I just paid for it. I have don't have to go in anymore. And he was so blown away. He was like, thank you so much. That's so awesome. And he said, let me pay you for it. And I said, ah, no, no, don't worry about it. He's like, I insist. Here's some money. And I'm like, cool. So at the end of the day, me being a nice guy ended up uh, being me being able to get that money back that I basically lost for my court case being, my court, uh, not my court case, excuse me, my jury summons being canceled. So more of the story is, folks, if you're nice to somebody and you're a good person in general, Hopefully, the universe will give that back, and that happened to me. So I wanted to share that with you guys. But with that out of the way, we're ready to roll into this EP review of Rolls Royce's brand new EP and so on. So let's get into it. Okay, so for those of you who are not familiar with the band Rolls Royce, and again, the spelling of that is different. It is uh, R-A-W-L-S, Royce, R-O-Y-C-E. I'm going to give you guys kind of a little synopsis on the band and just a little bit about them. So the band, they are a fun-loving post pop punk band from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, formed in 2016, who began from a humble beginnings as political science graduate students, drinking beer and screaming covers of Creed, to now unemployed 20-something-year-olds drinking beer and screaming covers of Creed. So they had a bit of an upgrade. Which is good to hear, um, but those that screaming Creed covers, I would love to hear hear their uh, karaoke of that boys. Because I think that'd be funny. Their mission is to play loud and write music that merges nostalgia and fun, with influences ranging from the glorious days of a two thousands pop punk scene and basically every single Tony Hawk pro skater video game soundtrack. <laughs> so that's that's definitely a um, interesting. Uh, Kind of synopsis on the band. Um, in the band, we have Johnny Cladwell, William, I'm so sorry if I if I butcher this last name, Roy Loafs, Kyle Hayden, and Mitchell McGowan. I'm so sorry again, William, if I butchered your name, buddy. I'm very sorry. Um, I, quick, quick side note. Anytime there's a name I think I'm going to butcher, I try to look it up on like the Google name speak or whatever, and they, they, they kept pronouncing it really like not correct at all. There's no way it was right. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to have to wing it. Um, after the release of their debut EP, Anarchy State and Fruitopia, which by the way, might be one of the best EP names I've ever heard in my entire life. They actually went on to win the 2017 KOI Battle of the Bands, which is very cool, and have since been working on playing Wicked Shows and working on their brand new EP, which you guys are about to hear right now, right at this exact second. We are playing the first song from this awesome, wickedly fun EP, Six Beers. So crank it up. Let's check it out. Six beers in the shower. It's gonna help Repeating the same mistakes I'm sure you can tell
All right, gang. So that was the first song from this EP, Six Beers. And what else can I say aside from the fact that I think it is the perfect intro for this fun EP? I'm not going to lie. Um, the fact that the first lyrics for this EP were six beers in the shower because the world's gone to hell. I was like, okay, okay. I, uh, this is really cool. <laughs> it just instantly hooked me. It was like instantaneously. I was like, okay, I am excited to hear the rest of this EP. I want to hear what these guys have to offer. And I've actually been singing that, the kind of the hook of the song as well to myself for the last few days. There's a couple songs on this EP that I've been finding myself kind of humming and singing to myself. And it's just funny how, you know, you guys know me, I'm kind of more of a hard rock, you know, metal guy. The fact that I, I have this undeniable love for a good hook and good pop punk music and punk music and rock and even pop and stuff like that, you know, it's just funny how a good hook to me is just, it can make, really make or break a song, obviously. And even a shorter song like Six Beers, there's so much packed into it. You know, if there was one thing I had to complain about this entire EP, one very small thing, I just, I wish Six Beers was a little longer because I almost wanted more from the song. But that being said, maybe if it was even a minute longer, maybe it wouldn't be the same song. Maybe it wouldn't be as enjoyable. So who knows? That That's just... You know, tomato, tomato, I guess, in a way. But uh, really kind of feel-good pop-punk style. And it's the perfect way to start off this EP. You know, it sounds like it's being sung by, sung by a bunch of drunk people at a bar. Which is, uh, honestly, it's just the perfect way to describe this EP. In my opinion, at least this song, the next song. It just, it, they kind of describe themselves as a very kind of fun-loving band. The first song that you hear on this EP has that vibe. I think that is the perfect way to start off this EP. And for me, you guys have heard me say this a bunch of times on this podcast, the way to start off your EP is crucial as to how it's going to go. Whether it's an album or an EP, I think it's very important to make sure your track listing is, is perfect and the first song is going to hook people. And the first 15, 30 seconds of this song for sure hooked me. So again, that was Six Beers. Hope you guys enjoyed it. The next song that we're going to check out is called How Soon Is Now. So crank it up. Let's check it out. Comrades, we're on our heels 
So how soon is it to say that I love this EP? Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't help it. I, I was like, I need to think of some kind of bad pun for this. And I was like, okay, that works. That'll do. That'll do, pig. So this track literally, literally, um, that's how I spelled it on my notes apparently, embodies a good time. Even though lyrically it's kind of a more real song from what I can gather from, from it. I love that these guys sound and I love the chorus of this song. It literally sounds like I am in a bar. Okay. And I'm sitting there enjoying my beer and this band has come on the stage and they've started playing and just everybody in the bar is singing along me included. And it was, it's a feeling that I can't really describe. I've never, I've never felt that before listening to, a band. I've never felt like I was basically at a show listening to a band on a recorded song. Live track, sure, of course, but it was it's such a weird thing and the way that they have the the vocals layered, especially on this course. They have it a couple more times throughout the EP, but this course especially, the way they have it, I don't know if it's because I was listening on headphones as well. So maybe it's the way they have it panned. I, I don't know, but the production is is top notch on this EP, especially with the vocals. And just, I don't know, guys, I would love to kind of pick your brain sometime on the show and hear how you guys really did that. I mean, obviously it was group vocals and layered and so forth, but uh, it just, I really, really dug that. And it's something that I really, like, it stands out so much to me because I've never felt that before. You know, kind of the, I think, I think the technical term for it is the millennial yell kind of that, whoa, you know, that kind of shit. It's in a whole bunch of different music nowadays, you know. I'm not sure why I heard that term millennial yell. I swear I've heard it before somewhere. It was some kind of a documentary or something like that, but uh, kind of the the background chanting and um, not necessarily yells, but kind of the background vocals and things like that's really popular in music from the millennium, you know, the 2000s and so forth, but um it's just such a great hook. It had me singing along. This is one of the songs that I found myself singing after the song was over. And to me, that's really the real test of how how good of a song is this. If you really want to know how good your song is, there's two things you do. Number one, you play it acoustically for someone and see if it's still good. And 
are they going to remember it? Are they going to sing it to themselves after it's over? And if the answers to both those are yes, you have a great song. And I think that this is a great, great song. Vocally, it's just super interesting. You know, there's so much going on. Musically, it's perfect. It's exactly where it needs to be. They really let the vocals kind of lead the way with, I find, most songs on the EP, which I think is perfect for a band like them with their style. And it's just a super, super enjoyable song. So I hope you guys enjoyed that song as much as I did. So the next song that we're going to check out is entitled Or Else. So let's get into it. Lonely collaborative I'm accustomed to pleasant facts and deadlines passed and seemingly falling apart at the scenes and escalated indifference. I'm grasping at a balancing act to piggyback until you came out and we fall together. So kind of a little more traditionally structured pop punk song with a lot of unique twists, obviously, as you guys heard. Vocally, again, there is a lot going on, but it, I mean that in a good way. I kind of kind of came off not in a good way, but um, I mean that in an absolute good way. There's a lot going on, but it's still super hooky. You know, the focus is really on that awesome vocal line, especially in the chorus. There's not a lot going on behind the vocals, and I think that's perfect for that super hooky chorus, which, again... You find yourself singing along to. You can't 
help it. Even if you're not necessarily a fan of the music per se, you can't deny a good hook and a good vocal line. And to me, not having too much going on behind it, sometimes I'll listen to music and I'll be kind of singing along to it. And it's almost like the vocal line will get lost. And I'm just like, man, like I was really enjoying that part. Or like there, I'll be listening to a song and I'll be like, oh, wow, what a great hook. And then like, oh, like, oh, what a great riff. Oh, oh, what, how awesome are these layered parts? Or, oh, what a great drum, drum groove, you know? And like sometimes letting the hook speak for itself, the, the part that, and for the record, if you don't necessarily know what I'm referring to when I say hook, I, I feel that most people who listen to my podcast know what I'm talking about, but it's basically the part of the song that is the main hook or focal point of that particular song. It's basically like the bumper sticker of the song, if that makes any sense. Kind of like the, uh, the part of the song that Dave Grohl <laughs> said something once, and this is, I think this is going to kind of encapsulate what I'm trying to say here. Dave Grohl said something once, and he said, good songwriting is like a bumper sticker. And it's basically, you know, the lyric is something you would see on a bumper sticker. And something you could kind of just sing to yourself, you know? And to me, basically every single track has that on this EP, but especially this one, or else I find that the vocal part, again, sounding like it's being sung by a bunch of drunk friends at a bar, you know, it really encapsulates that. And I really love the little acoustic break in the bridge. I just overall really enjoyed this song, and it's just such a feel-good song, you know? I, I did at this point kind of start to feel... Like, okay, you know, amazing vocally, lots of hooks, and I was wanting something more musically at this point. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of like, okay, like, I want to see what they can really do, you know what I mean? As far as the last three tracks, there's lots of great musicality going on. There's a lot of great things going on in the background, layered parts and drum grooves and the bass and everything. But I was like, I really need a more, almost a more guitar-driven song at this point. And it's funny because literally the next song that we're going to hear embodies that. And that is Last of the Enforcers. So crank it up and let's check it out.
So without a doubt, my favorite song on the EP was that song that you guys just heard, Last of the Enforcers. Musically, I think it's the best that they sound on this EP, without a shadow of a doubt. As amazing as the other songs are, for me personally, a wicked riff with some interesting leads thrown in, kind of showing off a little bit more what they can do musicality-wise as well with the different kind of time signatures for the drums and the stuff going off for the bass, you know. They just show off what they can do musically a little more. And as I was saying before the track, I, I really felt like at this point in the EP, I was like, hey, I, I needed that. And it was perfect. They completely delivered. And I was like, yes, like this is so awesome. The second that the riff kicked in, I was like, yes, this is exactly what I needed. And it is a wicked riff. They still bring it huge with the gang vocals behind kind of the main vocal line. But there's still a lot going on in this song, you know. And it, again, I mean that in a positive way. You know, the main vocal line of the chorus, you still want to sing along to it. And it still kind of lets you do that. But then there's also that gang vocal behind it that it's just like, it's one of those things where some people don't notice things like that. They just notice kind of the main kind of hook of the song. But when you add things to it, it's kind of like guitar. You know, I always appreciate layered tracks and stuff going on in the background, which does surprise some bands because they're like, oh my God, did you notice that part? Like, I thought no one noticed it. I'm like, I did. Like, it's stuff that I hear. And maybe it's because I'm a rhythm player. As much as I do enjoy blistering solos and stuff, I appreciate like just lead guitar parts more as far as stuff that you put in the background, little offshoot leads and stuff like that. And this song has that without a shadow of a doubt. And I love it. I love everything about this song. It is for sure the song I found myself playing on repeat quite a few times. When I say a few times, I'm talking like probably well over like 15, 20 times. I've been finding myself playing this song on repeat. And I'm just like, okay, time to move on and listen to something else. But because um, I will do that sometimes. I will listen to a song so much that I will like, meh, this song kind of sucks now. Um, <laughs> not that I think that would happen with this song. But um, I'm assuming it's based off of the Goon movie, you know, Last of the Enforcer. Um, kind of lyrically, it sounds like that's what it's based off of. So I would love to get that clarified for me, guys, if you are listening, because I'm just curious. Whenever I ask a question like that to the band, it's mainly for me, you know? I'm just curious. Like, I'm like, is this what this is? Or is this what this song's about? Or is is this guitar or this or what have you? I always love that. But um, I also love the tone on this song as well. So, guys, I would be curious what to... What you use for this song as far as amp wise and guitar wise, because I am a big nerd for that kind of stuff. I guess let's say hypothetically here for a second that you have a business, you're in a band, you're a podcaster like me, you have a YouTube show, and you need some awesome new merch, business cards, logos, even maybe some t-shirts done up. Well, you need to look no further than my man, Mr. Jason Reese, over at Jaybird Digital Arts. Jason is offering a special 10% off discount just for listeners of the Harder Show when you mention the Harder Show upon contacting him. But what exactly does he do well? Jason does t-shirts, posters, album design, tickets, photo manipulation, you guys still with me? Advertising, business stationery, mailers, brochures, fine art, <gasps> and anything else you can imagine, Jaybird Digital Arts can create it. Jason has done all of the t-shirts, logos, banners, and all social media stuff for both the Harder Show and for Harder Guitar Services, so I can promise that you will love and be inspired by what Jason comes up with. You can contact him on the web at www.jaybird, that's J-A-Y-B-I-R-D, digitalarts.com, or you can search for him on Facebook and Instagram under the Jaybird Digital Arts handle. 
Search hashtag Jaybird Digital Arts for a look at all of his awesome and unique work. So the next song that we're going to check out, unfortunately, my friends, is the last song on this Wicked EP. And it is the title track for this EP. It is entitled And So On. So one more time, guys. Crank it up. Let's check it out. points and nonetheless the person is absolute for you everything life uh, that makes life worth living but you see perfection in imperfection itself and that's how we should learn to love the world so when it comes to title tracks i always say i expect a lot in my opinion, title tracks on either an album or an EP, they need to be one of the best songs on the record or EP, if not the best song on the record or EP. To me, most of the time, that's why bands will entitle an album based off of a song because they feel it's either the best kind of encapsulation of what they're trying to go for with this offering or it is the best song on the record or EP. This song is absolutely no exception, and I'm so happy that it was. Um, it literally feels like 
one giant hook vocally the entire song. There's a lot going on again, and I mean that in, in, a, in a wonderful, wonderful way because I was feeling just like I'm listening to it singing along to this part, and then I'm like, oh, wow, what a great, oh, this part, and I'm humming, humming along to this part, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, shit, there's another, like there's so much going on, and musically it's a beautiful, beautiful song. Um, kind of a little more serious, I, I feel, for the EP, which I was surprised to hear. Um, I don't like to dive into lyrics too much on this podcast, but to me it sounded kind of more of a serious tone while still kind of being that goofy band that we've come to love throughout this entire offering from these guys. And it's just a really powerful song, you know, a lot of layering going on musicality wise, and it creates this wonderful foundation for just a really powerful song. In my opinion, I loved everything about this song, including the goofy ending, kind of the, (laughs) I'm not going to, I mean, you guys just heard it. So I'm not going to repeat what, what what the dude says, but, um, Super fun, and I think it is the perfect ending to this Wicked EP. Now, you guys have heard me talk about this a lot, and I pretty much say this every single time I do one of these kind of music reviews because I want to make sure everybody understands my point when I say this because I've said this in the past bands, and some bands kind of go, well, what's it matter? Whereas a lot of bands, especially bands that I cover on the show, I find they understand what I mean when I say the start of your EP or record and the end of your EP and record are some of the most important parts you are ever going to create. The first song, obviously, is the first thing people are going to hear. The last song, obviously, is going to be the last thing that people hear. So when I'm listening to an EP, I want to hear what you guys have to offer. To me, an EP is basically an offering saying, hey, here's what we can do to tide fans over for a record or to just put some feelers out there and see what people think to then potentially work on a full record. With an EP, you want fans to listen to it and you want them to feel good and you want them to to enjoy it. And when you end off that EP... In my opinion, this is just one God's humble opinion, you want your fans to feel satisfied, but you want them to almost be frothing at the mouth for more. And for a record, to me, it's different. At the end of that record, I should feel completely happy and satisfied. It should be like eating a good meal. You know, of course I would, you know, equate it to that. If I'm eating, basically like an EP is kind of like a good appetizer, you know, like it's like a good four cheese spinach dip or sliders or, you know, me personally, I'm a fan of the deep fried pickles, but uh, (laughs) you want to have something that you're going to, you enjoy and you feel good, but you're like, okay, what's next? You know, like, I want more. What's going on? Where's my main chorus? You know, where's where's my new songs? And it's to me, it's a good thing. If at the end of a DP, you kind of go, oh, that's it. Well, that kind of sucks. It, that is what you don't want to me. If a fan takes time to listen to your music all the way through, and at the end, they kind of go, like, really? That's it? Like, oh, that kind of sucked. And luckily, I find a lot of bands nowadays, they don't have that problem. I have heard EPs in the past from from some bands that kind of make me go, ooh, like, 
that's really it? That's all you have to offer? Shit, okay. Uh, yeah, it's great, guys, you know. <laughs> Luckily, I've never had that problem on this show where bands have contacted me to uh, review their EP or whatever, and I've been like, wow, this is shitty. Like, it's never happened to me before yet, knock on wood, because um, I don't like I don't like to talk negatively about anyone, obviously, but uh, it's so important. And with this EP and so on, I feel that they truly captured that because at the end of it, I felt myself saying, wow, like what a great fun experience that was. You know, I put the EP on and was getting ready to do this and I like to make notes. And when I listen to an EP, I don't like to listen to it necessarily for a a few days on end. You know, I used to listen to it right before I did the podcast and I've actually stopped doing that because I find that sometimes I'll miss things. You know, and as much as, as I do enjoy the past episodes I've done where I listen to the song and immediately talk about it, I, I feel that I almost do a disservice to you guys because there are things that I feel that I miss. And it's like, okay, did I really think that song was my favorite song on the record? Or did I really enjoy that song as much as I said? You know, there has been a couple times in the past where I found that. So this EP and this review is a little different because I kind of went back to the way I used to do them, you know, where... I listened to this EP basically over the course of the last few days since I, since the band actually messaged me and was like, Hey, we want to be on the show and seemed like awesome, fun guys. I was like, cool. Like, yeah, I want to do it. And I checked out their music and I loved it. I've been listening to it and I've listened to all the songs quite a few times. So I really feel like I grasp what they're going for. And to me, it's just, it was super fun, but I did feel myself saying, okay, like what's next you know what I, I i want more and to me that's what you want whether it's to get fans to you know check out your last recording you know or if it's to get fans to go to shows whatever the reason i want to learn more about this band i want to explore this band more i want to hear more music from this band I want to talk to this fan and have them on my show, you know? And to me, that's the gold with an EP and, and so on hits the nail on the head perfectly with that to a T without a shadow of a doubt. Absolutely amazing offering. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did because I really, truly enjoyed this EP. So thank you very much to the guys in Rolls Royce again for allowing me to review their EP, hitting me up and just seeming like awesome dudes. I'm very excited to have them on the podcast in the future, hopefully the near future. Um, but unfortunately, sometimes that is not how uh, not how things go here on the harder show. I mean, just ask Bum Wine Bob. Um, <laughs> sometimes it takes you know well over a year and a half to uh, to get on this show and make things line up. But uh, shout out to the guys because they seem like they're really awesome dudes, and they are. Uh, we're very excited to be on the show. Um, if you want to check them out on social media, they do have a Facebook as well as an Instagram. And again, the spelling of their name is a little different. It is R-A-W-L-S and then Royce, R-O-Y-C-E. So that's Rolls Royce. So check them out. Give them a follow. Send them some love. Um, You can find this EP on Spotify right now. I do have it. um, I have followed it. You know, it's on there. And they also have their other EP on there as well. So definitely go ahead and check them out. Again, the name of that other EP is Anarchy State and Fruitopia, which is still amazing. (laughs) I still love that sound. Um, 
You can also check out my playlist on Spotify if you're having trouble finding the EP for some reason. The uh, Harder Show Jams by TJ underscore Harder. Um, I have all the past music from bands that have been on this show before. At least most of it if they're not on Spotify, obviously. I can't have it on Spotify. But um, I do have um, one of their songs on my playlist as well. I do have Last of the Enforcers on there as it is my favorite song on the EP. So check them out. They also do have a Bandcamp, which is rollsroyce.bandcamp.com. And one more time, the spelling of that is R-A-W-L-S, Royce, R-O-Y-C-E, dot bandcamp.com. Let them know that Harder sent you. Support them. Great, great guys. If you are in the Toronto area, check out and see what's going on with them with shows because I feel like they'd be a really fun band to see live and hopefully I can uh, and make that happen in the near future. Very excited to hopefully have the guys on the show again as well. And one more time, guys, thank you very much for allowing me the opportunity to play your music and talk about it because I had a lot of fun doing it and I hope that you guys enjoyed what I had to say. But my friends, we have come to the end of today's podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. If you did, be sure to hit that like button, leave a comment, give us a subscribe or a follow. However you listen to this podcast, thank you so very much for doing it. So if you are on the SoundCloud or the the Podbean or the CastBox or Stitcher or Spotify, however you're listening, thank you very much. I definitely appreciate it. If you are looking for other ways to support this podcast, and of course this is totally optional, you know, you, you do not have to do this by any sense of the imagination. I have started my Patreon account up again. I had one before, but kind of was a lack of interest. So I was like, you know what? I, I don't need to ask people for money to do stuff or whatever the hell. So I just got rid of it. And I decided to bring it back because, again, I had people ask me, as was the reason I had one before, people would say to me, hey, like, how can we support your show financially? Like, is there sponsors we can check out or anything? And I was like, I mean, obviously, of course, Jaybird Digital Arch, you know, check him out. Give him some love if you guys need any kind of logos or any of that kind of stuff. As he is, you know, my my number one supporter and sponsor on the show. Checking out the Mean Beard stuff on the website also can help me a little bit. Um, but as far as actually directly financially supporting the show, if you so choose, go on patreon.com forward slash the harder show. And the spelling of that is P A T. R-E-O-N dot com forward slash the harder show H-O-D-D-E-R. And you will find that I have three different tiers on this here. I have um Hodhead, which is one dollar a month. Now the whole thing with Patreon is it's not like a fundraiser or a GoFundMe where you're just giving me money and I'm like, cool, thanks. You will get stuff out of this. That's the whole point. The whole point of Patreon is to offer something extra for people who want to support you financially, whether it's, you know, a dollar a month or some people have a hundred dollar a month patrons. And to me, that's just crazy. I don't know if I'd ever pay a creator a hundred dollars for something, but uh, that's just, I mean, if I had the money, I would, but um, if you are looking to support the show directly, if you basically, if you take the time to check out the Patreon and you do, you know, kind of join in on one of the tiers, you will help make this show happen directly. You will be very important to this show, as you already are just for being a listener. And I appreciate and love every single one of you taking the time to listen. Never, ever doubt that. You never have to be a Patreon supporter for me to appreciate you. I'm very thankful for all of you. Um, but again, lately people have been asking me, hey, like, can we buy stuff? Like, what can we do? So if you are looking to do that, 
go on the Patreon. I have three tiers. Um, I have the Hod Head, which is basically, um, it's the $1 a month. Um, it comes out of your account. You can set it up through a PayPal if you're more comfortable with that. You can use a Visa or whatever. Whatever's more comfortable for you. Uh, it is 100% safe. I support a couple people on Patreon. I have in the past as well. Never had an issue. It's all very secure, so you never have to worry about that. No no concerns there. It's And you literally don't even really notice it comes out. Like, I supported one show. It was $5 a month, and currently I'm supporting another show for $5 a month. I literally don't even really notice that it comes out, to be honest with you guys, uh, just because of how much it is. Um, I'm not rich or anything, but just, I'll be like, Oh, what's like every once in a while I'll see like the five dollars and I'm like, what's that even for? And I'm like, oh yeah, duh, Patreon. You know, I sometimes I forget about it. Um, but uh, for the one dollar a month, you receive three different kind of rewards for this tier. One of which is a weekly shout out on the show. I will have either in the intro or the outro. I haven't quite decided yet. A specialized part where I give shout outs to every single person. Whatever the name you use, whatever your Facebook or your Twitter or whatever you use, I will give you a shout out. You get as well um, some behind the scenes content. Now, what I mean by that is either I will post on the Patreon behind the scenes what's going on. If there's anything going on I feel you guys should know about, um, I will either do that or I will just message you directly. Which, you know, if I only have a few Patreon subscribers, obviously that's probably just easier. But um, I will keep you guys updated what's going on. If there's anything cool going on, I'll let you know. And also, you will get your name on our webpage on PyBeardNetwork.com. So I will have a little area built strictly for, you know, people who help make this show happen. And those are three things you get with that tier. It is $1 a month, less than a cup of coffee for the day. You can help make the hotter show happen. $1 a month, that's all it costs. Um, the next tier up, I have two more. I have a the Super Hotheads which is $3 a month. You will get all the previously mentioned rewards and you'll get exclusive access to bonus content no one else will see. So for $3 a month, you'll get everything I just talked about and exclusive content. So that's potentially live casts, bonus podcasts that no one else is going to hear, bonus videos no one else will hear, and more. As time goes on, maybe I'll come up with something else. You know, Maybe I'll do some live gaming or something like that. And also keep in mind, just because it's for the hotter show, doesn't necessarily mean you won't be supporting other things as well on Podbeard Network. You know, my other podcast, Two Guys in the Game, perhaps. Maybe me and Kaz will do something. You know, it's all for that. You know, it's all help support Podbeard. It helps support the website. You know, that's that's where the money is going. So exclusive content, as well as everything I mentioned in the previous tier for $3 a month, that's basically like what a large coffee <laughs> in the day. So there you go. Or a small coffee and a donut. And then the last tier I have here is the ultimate hothead. Now with this tier, you will be playing a huge role in helping to support this show. Um, you will have the opportunity to be featured on a special five minutes with segment anytime you want. Now, let me... Let me just say, when I say anytime you want, I literally mean if you message me, <laughs> uh, my producer is going to kill me for this. If you message me Wednesday morning and say, yo, I want to be on your podcast tomorrow, I will do everything in my damn power to make that happen. You know, sometimes obviously we're not going to be able to make it happen. That is just reality. But 
I will make it happen. If you message me on like the Monday and say, I want to come on the show and talk about this. I assure you, I will make it happen. And it will be a special five minutes with segment. We can talk about anything you want. There's no censorship. There's no, I mean, obviously it's five minutes with, but you know, if you want to go over five minutes, that's fine. Um, you do not have to pay me to come on my podcast. Let me just reiterate that point. This is just something different. This is something extra. You know, we can do it over the phone. We can do it over Skype. doesn't matter. If you maybe don't want to come on and do a full podcast and you are supporting the show and you want to do this, we can definitely make it happen. If you want to run a weekly five minutes with thing that we did, I will make that happen. That is all you need to do. You know, obviously... If we're doing that, I don't know if I'd want to run it every single week, but for example, if you want to advertise a show coming up or something like that with us, we can do that for you. We'll make that happen. $5 a month. That's all it is. And (laughs) you will also get the privilege, if you can even call it that, um, to recommend content for the show. What I mean by that, I will always take show recommendations from anybody, whether regardless if you are a Patreon supporter or not. But if you message me, you say, hey man, so uh, I want to hear you do a podcast talking about how much you love EMG guitar pickups or something something like that. Or, hey, can you do a podcast telling the story about this or that? Or can you talk about this on the show? Can you review this EP can you talk to this band? Whatever, whoever it is, if I can make it happen, obviously, again, within reason, don't be unreasonable, but I will make it happen 100%. I will either do it the following week or the week after that. I will always make it happen within that month that you asked me to, uh, month being the absolute longest. Nine times out of ten, I can probably do it the week after, and that's something going on, obviously, but recommended content, I will 100% do it, regardless of how stupid you may think the idea is. If you want to hear me talk about how much I like deep fried pickles, (laughs) I will literally bring my microphone to a restaurant (laughs) and I will do a podcast in the booth talking about how much I am enjoying these deep fried pickles. If you want me to do a full um, in-depth review on, I don't freaking know, uh, a certain video game maybe or a TV show or a movie... I will do that, even if it's something I don't normally talk about on this show. Or if there's maybe a video you want to see me do or a vlog or something like that, I will make that happen for you because you are playing a huge role in helping to support this podcast. And and one more thing exclusive to the $5 a month Patreon supporters, you will get a discounted price on all future merch. What I mean by that, anytime a t-shirt comes into play, stickers, anything all like that, you will get a discounted price. Now, what is the discount? I will let you guys know. I can guarantee you it's going to be at least 10 to 15% off for sure, 100%. So if it's a t-shirt and I'm selling my t-shirts for 40 bucks, you'll probably get at least maybe five, maybe $10 off. I'm not sure yet. It depends on the product, obviously, but you will get a discounted price for merch so hopefully that gives you guys you know a little incentive to maybe help support the show in that way obviously it is totally 100 optional never feel like you have to please do not feel like i'm asking you for money in a you know oh give me money or else blah 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 because blah. that's never what's going to happen here on this show i don't uh, i don't believe in that this is just something that people have been asking me for 
They did in the past, and they have started again lately now. So there you go, patreon.com forward slash the harder show. If you want to support me, um, I want to give a shout out to Mr. John Ward, who has been a wonderful Patreon supporter for me from day one. Thank you very much, my man, for that. You know, I love you. Nothing serious. One of the best bands in the entire world. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Nothing serious. Um, Basement Ontario. And hopefully uh, they will be getting some. I think I think they're working on some recording right now, actually. So shouts to them. John's been on the podcast a whole shitload of times as well. As well as my buddy, Mr. Ed Lee. Edward, wait for it, Lee. Um, I'm actually working on getting him on the show right now. So uh, a little sneak peek at some behind-the-scenes news, actually. If you were a Patreon supporter, you would have already known that. So something to think about. Patreon, for sure. Again, Please understand it is completely optional and I will never uh, ask you guys for money for this podcast because that's just silly, <laughs> but something a little extra there. So that's going to do it for me today, guys. Thank you so much again, one more time for tuning into this episode of The Harder Show, and I'll catch you guys next time. Take it easy.